episode 254. Thank you all for listening to episode 253. This podcast sucks, but you don't. I am Montes T. Baggins here with my co-host. Oh, damn it, Para, I forget you're here. Man, just ruined the start of the show like that, Bear. Well, here's an idea. Why don't you show up more than once every two years, and then I would not do that. Yeah, well, parrots gotta fly places, you know. So, parrots. crawl space, crawl space, Jake, and I. Did I hear Stone Cold Bear Austin? Well, now it's gonna be Stone Cold Parrot Killer. Stone New Cold. Ah, uh, and returning from episode two fifty three, Wes Anderson himself. What up, fellas? Thank you, Wes, for coming on to the show, and I'll go right into the spiel. Thank you to Wes Anderson for Mind Quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Wear Clothing, first and primary sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. If you need hoodies, jackets, flannels, flags, beanies, I don't fucking know. Get in touch with him, allwearclothing.com. Mention Over the Line Sports Podcast. He will hook you up. Cradles Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Orleans, Louisiana. Orleans. Uh, Sean is probably doing some plowing in the next uh, month. Some snow plowing, that is. And uh, he can help you out if you need some snow plowing done, some shoveled walks. He will help you out. He's a good guy, highly rated in the area, but, again, serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not New Orleans, Louisiana. And last but not least, thank you to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, reach out to Connell Bear at dangtransformation.com. Get yourself a free consultation. He can get you over the phone or get you on any of the wonderful streaming sites that we have out there nowadays. And also make sure that you get out there and uh, look for his book coming up here. A pre-order February 15th. Dating sucks, but you don't. The modern guy, the modern guy's guide to total confidence, romantic connection, and finding the perfect partner. So make sure you hit up Amazon on February 15th and pre-order Connell Barrett's book. All right. So Wes, um, I know we got a, we were able to talk a lot about uh, your, your music, what you've got coming up. Uh, well, we didn't even get to talk about what you have coming up. So let's save that for this show. What do you got coming up in 2021? Yeah. Um, I have a new single that'll hopefully be out by the end of March. Um, another collaborative single. Um, I have all the instrumentals done. I'm just trying to lock in some featured vocalists. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a more chill song, kind of like a, it's like Incubus meets Grateful Dead and Almond Brothers. Nice. Maybe. Some good um, combinations there. Yeah. A little more jam oriented. Um, hopefully do shows at some point. God, I Whenever. fucking hope, bro. <laughs> Like it looks, it looks like uh, my my band friends are saying their agents are starting to plan for late summer, early fall. So we've been, I've been hearing some rumblings because you know I do the merchandising. Is uh, they're trying to get stuff scheduled for uh, like June, July, and I'm like, God, that would be great because I have rage tickets in July, and that is oh yeah, number- same. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, when I was so bummed when rage canceled last summer, I was like, well at least they're rescheduling next year. Like I'll definitely see them next year. And like now it's next year. And it's like, I, I still don't know. I don't <laughs> yeah. feel, I'm not, I don't feel confident that I'm going to be able to be in a rage against the machine mosh pit with thousands of other people sweating our asses off, breathing on each other. Like I just, 
it seems like such a stretch at this point, but fingers crossed. Oh God, I know. And, and the, I mean, they're number one on my bucket list. Uh, you know, them and Zeppelin were one and two back and forth, but Zeppelin never going to get back together, but I did get to see, uh, Robert Plant and that was good oh, enough cool. for me. That was my, and you know, he does more of the bluegrass songs now. And, uh, with, uh, what is it? Robert Plant and the sensational space shifters. Yeah, and so, yeah just some good and he plays zeppelin music and he was he actually was opening for willie nelson and i've sold a lot of merchandise for willie nelson so and my uncle was the merch guy so i said hey oh cool i don't want to sell this show with you i want to go to this show it was in indianapolis i said can you just get me tickets for the show and he did came through and hung out with him for a little bit and then of course i watched robert plant that's it and didn't stayed for one song with Willie and left because I've seen uh, the guy I took with me. He wanted to see just one Willie song. And I'm like, cool. And he's like, do you want to stay for Willie? I said, no, I sell all his shit. I've seen the entire show. I can tell you the first song, the last song, and then it'll last exactly 60 minutes. (laughs) The whole show. Yeah. Um, That's cool though. That sounds like a good experience. Um, Dude. So great. And, but rage number one on the bucket list. Yeah. So that, that's what I like not one of my creations that's a very much it to do for 20 what what i have going on this year is like must see rage for sure oh god um, have you seen them before no i saw profits of rage in okay. uh, dc they're fucking good too that was a really cool time man I, I thought that was going to be my best my closest shot at seeing rage and uh it was still a really cool show like i, I was i was pretty impressed um did you ever see um did you ever see audio slave never caught audio slave yeah. Or Soundgarden, anything when they came back? Uh, I did see Soundgarden at La Palooza 2010. Okay. Nice. And, you know, Chris Cornell, legend. Uh, you yep. know, it's hard to believe we lost him at uh, the casino in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, I was one day away from seeing him. Yeah. Oh, were, my God. And I almost bought tickets to that. And I was like, you know what? I'll wait and just see. And then you hear he's dead. I'm like, I'm glad I didn't buy those tickets. Because that's all I wanted to see. And who ended up playing that? I can't remember, Bear, because I know you still went. Nobody did. They, I mean, it was the day before. It was the day before. I mean, they were the Friday headliners for uh, Rock on the Range um, at the time. So they They just played a tribute for about, they had a tribute video for maybe 30, 45 minutes, played some of his stuff, and that was really it. So, yeah, that was, that was unfortunate, but. Yeah, waking up to that news the day you're supposed to go see them was like, you gotta be kidding, man. That sucks. So that's awful. And then um friends that we went with for that, um, is that next year or was it the same year? I think it was the same year. Um, they had tickets for Lincoln Park. Um, and obviously didn't get to go after Chester killed himself. So yeah, on Chris Cornell's birthday. Yeah, absolutely. It, that was the same year. Yeah, right? It was the same year. It was July of that year. It was July, yeah. So they, they, I, I didn't have tickets for that Lincoln Park show, but they did. Um, so yeah, they, they missed two of them that year because of that. So thanks, man. Brutal. Was that Andy? Yeah, Andy and Nate. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, I was able to see Lincoln Park back in the day and work some of their stuff too. So um, that's one of my things I tell people. I'm like, I'm fortunate that I've got to work a lot of shit and see a lot of different things. Yeah. So, so I, I apologize if you've already mention this but what do you when you say you sell their shit like are you like a merch for hire company or something so um i work for this guy glenn and this other guy bill they bill actually is from 
DC area. He okay. uh, he had the the right. I don't know if he does anymore, but had the rights to the Capitals Arena and others. So any shows that come into that arena, that's his gig. So you know you get the merchandise from the band. You're responsible for it for the entire show, and then of course give it back to the as you know, give yeah. it back to to the artist and and their crew. Um, but for like. I, I usually go out for closer shows like West Virginia. When Luke Bryan was on the farm tour, I always do the farm tour every year, except this past year. Cause I didn't have a farm tour with COVID. Um, and uh, just like wherever Garth Brooks goes, I go, I have to fly out where he is because like Glenn and Bill partner up, they do the merchandising for this and uh, for, for Garth and Garth's merch manager. I won't mention his name, um, but uh, they they contract with him. We count all the merchandise in, and then I'm responsible for like like Jake goes to the shows, and he usually is at a stand or runs a stand. Uh, sometimes though, he'll be with me and and be a runner and have to do other tasks and duties. I have to go to every stand. We usually have to set them up. I have to make sure every stand has machines. Every stand has their cash. Every stand has all the merchandise you're supposed to get. There's usually 12 to 14 stands. And then I go back to the main room and I have to run to every stand throughout the show to either get money, run them shit, get it back, yeah. get, it, get all the stuff back, make sure all the numbers are right. So it's just a big, big under it's, it's usually what, what Jake, would you say 18 to 20 hour days? Yeah, it, it depends on how big, but I would say at least two. Garth least usually one. is. One 10 hour day before the show, at least 10 to 12. And then we, and and then then we party and get hammered. And then the next day, we're <laughs> back, then we're back then at we, 930 in the morning. And then we don't leave the venue till 435 in the morning the next yeah. day. Always Rock regret it the day of the show. Oh, dude. But it's 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 just a fucking blast. I love doing it. I do it now. Um, like uh, the money, of course, is nice. I don't do it for the money, though. I do it because I like to get away from my day job and uh, to just go see places and go places i mean we got to do uh with garth like oregon stadium that was fucking cool you nice. know and got to go down to what what else we do we did jacksonville so or not jacksonville, no, we didn't do jacksonville. Um, gainesville. Got canceled. we, did, we gainesville. did gainesville knoxville knoxville which um, is tennessee ironically um didn't we do st louis yep uh st louis that was the first one we did um and then i i actually we did too we went the 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 most fun I've had was Metallica in St. Louis, even though I got robbed that night. Um, the, <laughs> and, uh, but uh, the coolest one was Paul McCartney at Lambeau Field. That was probably nice. by far my favorite because I got to A, see Paul McCartney, a fucking legend. Right. Um, and uh, B, like interact with his assistant and his merch guy and uh, kind of determine where one of the merch stands had to be on the field, you know, and they're from fucking England. So, you know, they got the accents and the guy was great. Cause he, he's like, Oh, we can't have this. It's blocking the view. And his assistant was saying that and he was not having it. And so I'm telling the merch guy, I'm like, why don't we just turn it? You know uh, I, I said, let's just turn it fucking 90 degrees and put it this way. So it's just lined straight out and put a merch stand on both sides. And he's like, that's fucking brilliant. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. So he goes up and tells Glenn, he's like, this fucking guy, you got to have him everywhere. And I'm like, and Glenn's like, ah, fucker. <laughs> and he knows. And, but that's why Glenn, you know, flies me out places is because he knows that I'm a hard worker. I like to get shit done. I know what I'm doing and uh, very professional. And so it's just a cool, you know, I fell into it. I've been doing it for shit now, fucking more than half my life, 18 years. And um, I've done everything under the sun from fucking boy bands and, and fucking small yeah. bands. Like we those, did, uh, what the hell was it? What's that fucking, that, oh God, 
what the hell is that kid's name, Perry? I think you did a show with me. He's big now, but he was nobody. He wasn't really anybody a few years back. Ugh, I can never remember his goddamn name. Sean, Men- Sean Mendez. I didn't go there. Sean Mendez. Yeah, he was like, this is back in 14, 15. It wasn't as big as he is now. And uh, playing little venues. And uh, just able to get into him when he's when he's big shit. So, and we've done everything. I mean, we've done uh, <laughs> Nitro Circus. Nitro, yeah, Nitro nine. Circus. That that's was my that's a lot of fun. Yeah, that was some good. That's a lot of good fun. I just I just love how our views on Paul McCartney concert are so different. That was my least favorite concert we did, dude. Because you don't give a shit about music history. And no, it was because it was the venue. It was because it, <laughs> No, oh, it you, was the table. What happened? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Fucking tables dropped on this motherfucker. Uh-oh. Broke his foot, essentially. <laughs> but the coolest thing was, Wes, is we got to do, we got to get Airbnbs right behind the stadium. So in the backyard of the stadium. So we're out in the backyard playing cornhole, drinking. You're looking right at the stadium. That's sick. And it's Lambo. I mean, yeah. It's the stadium. It's the stadium's beautiful. The city, it's not even a city. The town's beautiful. The, the whole area around the stadium was awesome. We had two Airbnbs. Yeah, it was a good time. So, he stole my truck. I stole his truck because I had to get the girls to Chicago. I offered to take them to Chicago. And I was like, uh, Jake, we're leaving. <laughs> get a ride with somebody else. I'm taking I know, your I truck. Tried, I, tried, I tried to ride in the truck back home. He did. Of my, of my own truck. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it was okay though because uh, that night with the funk man, that was probably one of my best. That was my best night on the road, besides oh, yeah. for Knoxville when we were finding w- yeah, whatever yeah. her name is. That was Knoxville is my favorite Garth concert. Wes, though. I'll have to I'll have to save that story for another day for you, but uh, <laughs> you'll appreciate it, and I'll save it for you. Just remind me, I got to tell you the Knoxville story. Yeah, we'll yeah. do it on air. Um, the uh, but let's 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 get into this. So, in music and wrestling, I. I know you haven't been a big like wrestling follower probably in year. Were you even ever really a big wrestling guy? No, but I just love the care, like, you know, stone cold, Steve Austin, Vince McMahon. Like I, I love watching those old highlight clips like to this day. So, um, but I never really like consistently watched like raw or the pay-per-view events or anything like that. Yeah, the um, but I I mean, if you heard like the glass shatter, you know it's Stone Cold, or if you yeah, heard, yeah. you know the the rocks music, you know what that shit is. Yeah. and um, like we we talk about like some some bands. Who did we mention? Uh, like Fozzie Jericho has, comes out to his own music, which is Fozzie is his. Oh band. yeah, yep, I've heard that. And then, and then uh, like Judas, he comes out to his own song, which is a good song. And then um, like you talk about Living Color cult to personality that was cm punk's song i know you're familiar with that yeah alter bridge had uh well, that was metalingus right bear yep for yep. for uh edge and then we talked about like pantera walk for rvd so they've always nice. had like good songs in wrestling but they don't really do it because they don't want to pay the royalties well <laughs> you know? yeah so, so i know you mentioned ec3 but when uh, i released moments in time i actually uh dm'd him and offered to give him my song if he wanted to walk out to it or like put me in contact with anyone at WWE. Like that was in their music department to see if they could use it for anything. Didn't amount to anything, but he got back to me and, you know, again, now that he's back at impact. 
because he's on impact now you know he left wwe you should right. fucking reach out to him again and see if he could do it or no he's uh he's not there he's with ring of honor now actually yeah. i was thinking he was with impact he was with impact before wwe now he's ring of honor okay yeah i, bet yeah, you I sh- should reach out should reach out to him so you you just got to remind me of this like because you know ec3 and how do you know him you got to bring it's yeah. been 80 episodes since you were on the last one <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would say more like an acquaintance than like anything else. He was just, uh, he was the roommate of some of my friends in college, like some guys in my fraternity in college. So like, they were a couple years older, but so like my first year or two in college, like we were always at the same parties. Um, So, you know, always say what's up to him if I saw him or anything like that. But like, you know, we never like kept in touch or like anything like that. And now was he always that I, I can't remember if I asked before, but was he always that jacked? Oh yeah. You should have seen uh what did they call it? They had a name for their house too. It was like him and his other dudes that the guys I knew better, they were just jacked out of their mind. Just like if you saw them, you would think they were the biggest group of douchebags. But like if you got <laughs> to know them, they're like the most hilarious, like sick and twisted people. <laughs> like that and- the things I saw at that house and experienced. I, I cannot repeat. <laughs> yeah. And so, so he was in, cause wasn't he in like uh OVW and shit like that at, by that time, ch- by that time. Yeah. I think like he was training for it. I think like after Ohio, he went down to Florida for. Oh, like Florida championship it, wrestling probably. Yeah. Yep. That's what it looks like. And did, so did he, when you knew him, did he go, I see his name's Michael Hunter Hutter. What yeah, did he Hutter. go by when? Yeah. yeah what did Hutter. You, just Hutter yeah huh i always wonder i'm like i always wonder if like guys go by their wrestling name or you know like out in person like triple h some people call him paul outside of it some yeah. call him hunter you know they mention him as hunter and others call him paul by his name like sean nobody calls sean michaels michael that's his name is michael or mike it's always sean he's always sean he always been yeah. sean. So I'm always interested to learn like what do they go by yeah yeah totally but yeah hunter that that's what everyone called him hutter and just to remind people we got to hear the jacket story uh, <laughs> yeah so we were pre-gaming at, at his house uh before one of the the other parties we were going to and it was like it was like fall so it was like kind of it was jacket weather you know not like too cold and i can't find my jacket so i just assumed i fucking lost it it's like whatever fucking collateral damage you know, drink some whiskey and like, that'll be my jacket. And then we're up at the the next party and I see fucking Hutter walking around with my jacket on. I was like, that, mother, that son of a fucking bitch. <laughs> Bro, that's my jacket. And he was like, I was like, you can wear it, but I just need it at the end of the night. I forget if I got it back. I'm, I'm sure I did, but I was, it looked so tiny on him. I was like, why, like, why would you even want to wear this? <laughs> so, cause it, 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 cause it looks tiny and he looks, yeah. he looks, yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, it's like, if those guys didn't have to wear shirts like all year long, they wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, because because where did you guys went to school? Where now? Uh, Ohio University. So you went to I, OU. I don't know if he was actually a student at OU. He may have actually went. He may have been enrolled at like a community college in that area. He just lived at the house. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what happened. I, I could be wrong. Oh my god, that is fantastic! Yeah, he's in. <laughs> <laughs> he was like the nicest fucking dude too though like obviously super intimidating looking and you know jacked and all that and just kind of had that like 
you know, that bro person, you know, vibe to him, but he was actually like one of the nicest and like funniest dudes. Um, from what I remember partying. And he's, he just seems like a, a good guy. Like he, they had him on, he was on impact and then in ring of honor. Like he's been all over. I know he was in w, WWE just didn't know how to use him. I mean, the guy just looks the part, like what Vince, yeah. would, what Vince is always like promoted. Like, yeah. Motherfucker. He's huge. Uh, he's such good shit, you know? And, <laughs> and he, uh, he <laughs> just, fucking, yeah, he just fucking like, he just wasn't you. I was so excited when he came there you know, his return there in 2018 and, and they just, it didn't amount to anything it sucked, you know? And so they just, they fuck up a lot, which sucks. You know, they don't do a good job anymore. Yeah. Yep. Hate it. But yeah. It's cool to see him still doing stuff though. And, you know, definitely have fond memories of partying back in the day. And, you know, he was on that wrestling hustle like back then. So it's cool to see people like that uh, just keep at it and, see the success he's had well hopefully one day he will be using your music in whatever promotion he's in <laughs> yeah i should check in with him like mind quarantine could be a good like oh my god it'd be fucking amazing yeah i'll be like yeah that guy's fucking song is on our podcast it has <laughs> been longer than it's been with ec3 so or ethan carter i know he goes by you know and other things i did you I always wonder where the name came from, Ethan Carter, because he's had some interesting names. You know, he's EC3, of course, Derek Bateman, Agent D, Mike Hutter. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know Bateman was uh, he one of the things him and I always laughed about was uh, the movie American Psycho, which is one of my yep. favorites. So he took Bateman from Pat Bateman. I know that. That's awesome. I don't know, I don't know where he got Derek from, though. Yeah. <laughs> where the hell did he get Derek? But yeah. that was NXT. So that must have been part okay. of them coming up with it we're gonna call you derek (laughs) (laughs) fucking god all right well let's uh i want to get some some trivia here for you because i know we wanted to run this quick because i know we've all it's it's, going to be a late night for some people two-point question uh i know we got real quick bear updated standings updated standings gary with 12 bear with 11 peapot with six parrot with four west with two cody with one and Cody's still not here. So let's start with a two-point question. Kevin Owens is only one title away from becoming a Grand Slam champion. Which title has he never won between Intercontinental, Tag Team, Universal, and U.S.? I like that. I get I get guesses that it might actually work. Oh, dude, if you would have showed up for Jeopardy, my God. The category for you was fantastic. Or the... <laughs> it was called Mega Parrot. God, I don't even want to know. Yeah, we'll we'll save that. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> we'll go with that. You guys are ready for this one? Yeah, yep. right. All right, three, one, and go. So, U.S. Intercontinental Tag Team U.S. I'm thinking back. I want. I think it is Intercontinental. I can't remember. I think he just recently held the U.S. title. tag team i thought he was with jericho on the tag team so give three to jake no give six to jake yeah because... give me my give me my double points triple points oh sorry triple points that's even better yeah Shit. by the way wes jake gets triple points for wrestling okay 
Next up for three points, which WWE superstar served as one of the pallbearers for Michael Clark Duncan's funeral? Oh, he, he's from Green Mile, in case anybody doesn't know. When did he die? He's been dead. Really? Oh, dead man. for like fucking three years. Oh, I'll give you the I'll give you the date. I don't I'm not gonna look up his pallbearers. Um I already have my guess. Um, because there's only one guy that makes sense to me. I'll actually type that in before I look at this. Can you can you right. just say it one he more died, time? Oh, sorry. Michael Clark Duncan died in 2012. <laughs> so he's been dead for nine years. I'm trying to think of which WrestleMania he was at because I know he was at one of them. It was earlier, I guess. So yeah, Michael Clark Duncan, who was the Paul Barrow at his funeral. All right, I'm good. I'm not gonna get it right anyway. Yeah, but Wes, that's my handy that's my handicap for wrestling. I get triple points. <laughs> okay. You'd understand why. Go back and listen to our Jeopardy show. Listen to the Trebek Wars part two, which was like four or six episodes ago. And uh you'll you'll understand why when you hear the questions. Like the first one. Brett and Owen Hart are related in what way? A brothers, B father son, C cousins or d not related so jake i know wes you know this so jake would have guessed do you brothers. know that yeah you're right congratulations wow. <laughs> oh yeah, god nice. all right so anyway guesses on this you ready wes yep all right three two one and go bobby lashley mark henry eddie guerrero the rock <laughs> all good guesses is eddie guerrero an actual wrestler yes Okay, I thought he so. Was too. I thought he was okay. dead, dude. but he was dead before 2012. Oh. Mark Henry, nice bear. Duncan was a big wrestling fan, and Henry would stay with him whenever he was in LA. All I could think about because he's also big. I, that's why I picked Bobby Lashley, big black man. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think Lashley was there back. I, he was at like uh, 04, 05 WrestleMania. Ah, uh, yeah, good point. For three points, CM Punk testified under oath saying CM stands for what in CM oh, Punk? Fuck if I know. I'm going to do the first thing that comes to my head. I'm ready. I can't wait yeah. to see Parrot's answers. I'm Hold ready. on. Hold on. All right. Three points. CM Punk testified under oath saying that CM Punk stands for what? <laughs> and we're all ready. Yep. Yep. Three, two, one, and go. I think it's Chicago. So I couldn't remember what I'm going. Certified maniac, criminal mind, Chicago mafia, horny McSwaggle, man. He fucking idiot. <laughs> How am I supposed to know that? Usually that's my most, that's my most educated guess. Chick magnet. <laughs> Chick magnet. What a letdown. <laughs> what a letdown. I thought it was certified maniac. It's the maniac. That's all he has this week. See you next. See you guys next time. Uh, thanks, Jeremy. Much appreciated. Um, <laughs> CM Punk, horny McSwaggle man. All right. So Wes, um, do you have any any early 
picks for us. I know you might not know who's in wrestling anymore, but who's going to win the Royal Rumble? Yeah, hell, hell if I know, man. <laughs> I, got, I got nothing on that one. Stone Cold's going to make a comeback, right? <laughs> Could only hope. Could only hope. Well, I know, Wes, you got to get to bed, my friend. Um, thank you for coming on the sports show and the wrestling show tonight. Much appreciated. Happy to have you on again. Yeah, thanks, guys. Great catching up, and uh, I'm sure we'll be keeping in touch, too. Yep, and then, of course, as always, send us that sh- send us the song when it comes out. We'll promote it like always. Uh, we, we look forward to that in March. And then, of course, hopefully we can get you episode 300 in July. Yeah, it would be fun. All right. Thanks, brother, and uh, have a good evening. All right, fellas. Talk to you later. Peace. Good night. So with um, WWE, I know they announced some WrestleMania sites that are going to be happening. Uh, what do we got? So this year, Raymond James Stadium, actually for two nights, uh, since it didn't happen last year. And then next year, 2022, we get AT&T Stadium in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And then 2020. Three SoFi in LA. Yep. WrestleMania goes Hollywood. Will be those will be big ones. There's no doubt about that. All right. Yeah, we'll see, man. What uh, Dallas would be a fun one. I, I SoFi would be fun as well. I mean, that place is huge. That's WrestleMania. Yes. Yeah. So SoFi is going to be cool. Um, AT and T because they were at eight. What what, what WrestleMania was at AT and T? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, and I can't remember either. What's that? Well, if one's been there or not. Oh, we did have one at AT and T. They had Mayweather Pacquiao, but oh, maybe that was it. I don't think twenty-three. Any there yet? Because it broke the attendance record. Uh, 32. 32. What WrestleMania is this year? 37. So five years ago. Yeah, so five years ago there at AT&T. I don't remember. So it says attendance was 101,763, and it says disputed. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't. uh, That was like kind of right when I was getting back into it again, right around then. So, yeah, that's probably why I don't remember. Interesting. So um, those are the WrestleMania sites coming up. One thing I did want to mention. So with New Japan Pro Wrestling, there have been how many different IWGP champions, which is their heavyweight title. How many different champions have there been over the last 10 years? 10. Well, 13. There have been eight. Eight. Which is kind of incredible. And I, I, I saw that stat and it, it was kind of interesting, you know, the IWGP heavyweight championship. Because when you look back, you know, they, that's big in Japan, of course. And it's it's big for them to put the title on an American. And, you know, they did put the title on a few guys. They put it on Kenny Omega. And then uh, uh, also AJ Styles. So AJ Styles had it for a little bit. And then, of course, he came to WWE. But uh, he had it a few times. You know, he had it in 2014 for 163 days. And then he had it in 2015 for 144 days. So, damn, just interesting. Like, Tanahashi's had it, Okada, 
Styles, uh, Naito, Kenny Omega, Jay White, Evil, and then Ibushi now has it. The longest reign, though, wasn't even that like that long. Okada had it for 391 days back in 2013 until he lost it to AJ Styles. And then um, Tanahashi had it for 404 until he lost it to Okada. And then Okada lost to Tanahashi, and then Okada beat Tanahashi. They went back and forth. And then Styles stepped in in between there, lost to Tanahashi, or beat Okada, lost to Tanahashi. And then beat Tanahashi, then lost to Okada. So it kind of just cycled through. They won, mm-hmm. lost, won, loss for those for those several guys. So pretty cool. Um, and AJ Styles, I, I watched this thing on coming in. It was pretty neat, you know, him just getting to there. But Okada has had the most combined combined days of being the champion. So seventeen hundred ninety. The Great Muda had it for twelve hundred. Uh, Tanahashi's had it for almost fourteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Hashimoto had it for a thousand. Uh, but man, just crazy. Even Big Van Vader had the uh, title three times. Yep, they loved him over there. Oh yeah, and then uh, we know AJ Styles had it uh, twice. Brock Lesnar held that title for almost a year. People forget that Brock was over there. Yep. I like those big men, man. Oh hell yeah, and you, and the Japanese respect. Um, you know, you got to be respected by the Japanese to get the title. So that tells you the respect they had for Brock to put the title on Brock for that long too. And AJ twice and even Kenny Omega, you know, the one time he had it. So pretty neat. And then he lost it to Tanahashi. So just, just awesome stuff. And I'm glad, you know, they got Tetsuya Naito, you know, he's, he's had it. And then Abuchi's had it now, you know, Abuchi, this is his first run. And I mean, he's only had it for a couple of weeks, but it's nice to see uh Kota Abuchi have it. Um, WWE. So, well, before I go into WWE, so NWA, Nick Aldis has been the champ now for more than two years. NWA power's gone. UWN's primetime is on hiatus. COVID killed NWA. Do you think it's going to be able to come back from this? Or do you think like a promotion like AEW buys them out? I mean, I think uh, NWA died like 28 years ago. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if AEW tried to buy rights or something like that, but I don't think anyone wants anything to do with NWA. I mean, in all honesty, like I, I just don't think they do. So I wouldn't be surprised if it just kind of goes bankrupt and goes away and no one gives a shit Maybe about Maybe Vince it. will buy him just to have the, the fucking well, he already does. library. I mean, does he have the library? Got it. Yeah, he got it with um, – I think he got it when he bought ECW, actually, because technically that's where they were at in 94. It was the NWA sort of thing, so – I'm pretty sure that he got, I, I don't know how much or, you know, at what point, because obviously WCW also had some of it. So I'm sure that most of that library between WCW and ECW is all taken up in there. They literally have 11 people on their roster. Yeah. yeah no one will buy it then. So in like 10 years from now, say, do you think as far as all the different wrestling, um, I don't know how do you call it different whatever WWE NWA whatever. How do you think they'll all still be there? Like where do you see wrestling in like ten years from now? New Japan will be there. Ring of Honor will be there. WWE will be there. AEW will be there. Yeah, be yeah. probably just those four. Impact, okay. may, but... you know, Impact too. I forget about them. They could probably survive. I think they'll still want to get bought out somewhere at some point. Yeah, 
I'm not going to be surprised when it comes down to being, you know, AEW, WWE, but New Japan's not going anywhere. New Japan will always be there. New Japan, WWE, overseas. Yeah, definitely. And WWE, nothing's going to kill it, but I don't think anything's going to make AEW go away. But like our concerns that we mentioned, I think, uh, you know, I agree with both what Peapod and Cody said. You know, Cody really wants this, like, we – he wants a payoff now. And like, and he's, I, I was telling Peapot off the air and I can mention it here now that Cody reminds me of pissed off Vince McMahon. <laughs> he's just like, this, this sucks. And just <laughs> changes it into some other shit. And I know he wants a payoff for me. Like, Oh, this is really cool. He's like, it was terrible. And he would change it. I'm like, come on, man. And uh, although, but Peapod, you know, that's what I liked about what Peapod said. He's like, I don't agree with a lot of what they're doing, but you got to give it time. And I agree with him. They're building a story. And then that's where Cody kind of contradicted himself. He's like, I want to see more stories, but then he gets pissed when something's taking time to build. Right. And I mean, I think both of them are half right. I think. Yeah, no, I agree completely. They need to build the stories, but I don't think they are like, even or if they get into one, it's not, it's not good. Like the M, you know, the MJF thing. That's not a story. Like him being a heel this whole time, and then joining that, joining Jericho and them is. I just don't think it's a story because they're not doing anything. All they're doing is coming out every week, and it looks like maybe they're planting seeds here and there. But like, I, I don't know. I just don't feel it. So I, I agree with both of them, but we got to see more stuff. New too, so they gotta. You know, they got to they got to really make sure they have the right people writing this or their talent. I don't you know, it sounds like their talent is doing a lot of the the uh, creative of that. And they got to take a lot of what Jericho says, because Jericho sees shit that is important. And what I wanted to uh, I know we're going to do a watch along next week. I'm going to see if Peapod's available wants to do a watch along with us. That'd be fun, because uh, I think we settled on Royal Rumble 92. So 29 years ago. Yeah. OK. Yep. So 29 years ago. And then um, in the summer, I want to do uh, actually summer, Sam. I'm thinking the main pay-per-views, we do we start doing watch-alongs for the main sure. pay-per-views. Like just pick a match from one of the pay-per-views, not the whole thing. Um, Royal Rumble, will obviously watch the Rumble. WrestleMania, we'll pick a, something from a WrestleMania. Um, and maybe this year, since we're covering 92 Rumble, we might cover WrestleMania from that year. Because that was what? WrestleMania, uh, shit. 11, 10, 9, 8, right? Yep. So maybe we'll cover something in WrestleMania 8. We'll see. But then I in the summer, I want to do SummerSlam um, because there is a SummerSlam I already have in mind I want to watch because I think it leads for some good discussion. It's SummerSlam 2010. Uh, so this is kind of predating when it's going to happen. So I'm telling people ahead of time, we're looking at episode basically 320 um, is when 310 or 320, something like that. But uh, SummerSlam 2010, uh, when Nexus was going in red hot as the heels and talk about the Nexus versus Team Cena. So that would be a good one because we've got a lot of stuff that Jericho has mentioned, Edge has mentioned. It'd be a really, really good discussion. I just listened to a lot of it with Bruce Pritchard. Um, Just some good stuff. It makes for good conversation. So with that being said, now on Raw, I don't know if you watch Raw. I didn't watch Raw. Um, I saw highlights of the AJ Styles and Ricochet match. 
And all I read was that that was just absolutely amazing, which mm. it doesn't surprise me, Ricochet and AJ Styles. But there, I, I caught, you know how Styles does the Styles Clash? Yep. So, like, Ricochet bounced off a rope, like the top rope. Like, he threw, I think he threw, like, Ricochet into the top rope and caught him in the Styles Clash. It was nice. just nuts. Like, I was like, did that just happen? And I was, I, I couldn't believe it because I'm like, holy shit, did he, he just caught him in the Styles Clash. And, uh, but the big thing that happened was, like, Alexa Bliss beat Ashka. And Alexa's now like doing the whole, she's two different type of people, you know, playing on the fiend again, which I'm like, okay, Randy Orton's wearing a mask now because he got burnt yeah, by Alexa. I, I heard that. I didn't see it, but I heard it. Um, uh, uh, my girl, <laughs> she, uh, come on, you piece of shit. The, the, uh, like I said, AJ Styles beat Ricochet, but, um, I'm trying to get down to this, but it keeps trying to block all my fucking pop-ups. Um, I'm going to have to remove the, the ad block from Chrome, and then I won't have to worry about this shit. The, uh... So as long as we have this going on, Drew McIntyre had that. He had a he cut a promo, like boring that he is. Jeff Hardy beat Jackson Riker because Elias interfered and messed it up. So he beat him via disqualification. Jackson Riker's somebody to watch out for. Um, we did see Gilberg <laughs> return. Our friend Gilberg, who did a nice cameo for us. He was mm-hmm. on the show. Happy to see he's doing okay. 61 years old. Um, the Hurt Business beat Lucha House Party. Charlotte Flair beat Peyton Royce. But... Um, it was it was kind of weird, but because Flair came in to the building with Lacey Evans, who said that their relationship just involved from learning from the best wrestlers. So she came out in some of uh, Flair's gear, of course, pisses off Charlotte. So maybe that's going to lead into hopefully something between Lacey and Charlotte. Mm. But um, yeah, the big thing was Alexa being like doing a sister Abigail and kind of being that dark and then the playful one. So they kind of played it off. It was just, it was, it, it was weird, but it was good question mark. I don't know, but I'm not looking forward to Goldberg and Goldberg and Drew McIntyre next week. Not at all at the Royal Rumble. No, it should be uh, rather boring. I mean, I don't, Maybe Drew can get a match out of them, but if they if they beat Drew, that's just that's just stupid. Yeah, I hope not because what do you have? And it's going to be interesting to see what they do because it's like, who do you have win? I mean, you got to go with Drew, I would think. I mean, that's my opinion. But any time that Goldberg's out there, you know that they're going to try to put him over. They're going to try. Do you think it's going to work, though? Um, No. I don't think so. Yeah, I just don't – I still don't understand Goldberg, like the whole respect factor. I just – I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand a lot of what they're doing, but that's that's WWE for you. WWE. I just – Whatever they throw all these, they throw these old guys back in and thinking that it's going to do something, but 
I don't think it's anything that I don't think it's anything that's going to go very far, in my opinion. I mean, well, what are you doing? You're going to get Drew hurt. It's about all you're doing. Yeah, they're they're going to get Drew hurt. It's going to be bad, and because Goldberg is not what he used to be, as we know. Mm-hmm. He's not as good as he was at all. He's not. He's he's terrible. Is that the nice way to put it? Yeah, I mean, it's just. Uh, I, <laughs> I just uh, I just don't understand the logic, but I don't know. Maybe something will come of it, and maybe they'll have an actual decent story. I I, I don't know. Or uh, what? Lesnar comes back, wins the Royal Rumble, and Goldberg wins the belt, and they fight at Mania. I mean, I I don't know. You know, doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, no, not at all. I don't get it. So I wanted you to see this. I'm going to share my screen. So I, I found that whole thing with Ricochet and AJ Styles so you could see it. Can you see my screen? Yep. All right. So hopefully that you'll enjoy it. Um, see if I can get some sound on it. Hmm. So, pretty interesting. Yeah, that was pretty slick. How he caught him. I mean, it takes two skilled guys to be able to pull that off. Uh, at least they're bringing Ricochet back. Yeah, I mean, you're fighting one of the top guys in, in uh, AJ Styles, who has been a top guy for quite a while. It was nice to see that they uh, that they had him there. So, I'm happy they did something about it. Yeah. All right. Um, as far as Roman still king on SmackDown, SmackDown still getting better ratings uh, than Raw. Are you surprised? Um, no, because it's on Fox. I think people just people just roll there because it's Fox. You know, <laughs> the network. People just don't roll to USA, but Fox is just there. So. Yeah, so they did kind of a swerve where Adam Pierce and uh, Roman were going to do a contract signing, but uh, they tricked him and actually Kevin Owens signed it. So it's going to be KO and uh, Roman at WrestleMania, which makes more sense. Okay, I like that. I wish they would do something with uh, Cesaro, though. Like, use him properly, get him to win. Get him, let him win the Rumble. Shit. Who was like, that? Da- Cesaro. Daniel Bryan, they had a good match on Friday on SmackDown, Cesaro and Daniel Bryan. And Cesaro won. Yeah, well, then, I mean, that would be cool. I wouldn't mind that. I would just, like I said, I'm, I'd like to see someone, you know, uh, someone good with Drew, and we just watched a good Drew and Keith Lee match, so that's just oh my, my God. Cesaro, Cesaro and Drew had put together a good match, too. I, I Totally I'd love wanna... to see Cesaro and Roman. Shit, Cesaro is a face. He's a good face or a good heel. Yeah, I think that he would be fine. Yeah, I think people would just take Cesaro, though, as that face. At this point, he'd have to do something. You know, he'd have to get in there more as a heel again, but I think more people are starting to take a liking to him. So here's the thing. Here was kind of a, the analysis from Bleacher Report on Cesaro and um, 
Dan and Brian. So give us all of this. Brian and Cesaro are master craftsmen between the ropes, and here they turned in a beautiful match. Counter-heavy and full of punishing strikes, it ultimately came down to Cesaro capitalizing on an opening created by Brian Misstep and scoring a much-needed victory. It was a defining win for the Swiss Cyborg and hopefully the start of things to come for the most underrated wrestler in the world. In consecutive weeks, former world champion Brian has been selfless, putting over both Nakamura and Cesaro in an attempt to strengthen the overall quality of the SmackDown roster. That's big of him. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing, though, is that's what you got to do when you're at that. You know, that's when you're at that level already and you've done it all, then, yeah, you got to start doing this now because you're still going to get yours, but you got to start getting some other people over and, you know, getting them having them there do as well because people did it for you. So good for good for Daniel Bryan to be doing that. Right. And then, um, so what they did here is, so Roman Reigns at the main bullied and intimidated Adam Pearson to signing the contract for the last man standing match at Royal Rumble before taking his place at the head of the table. Reigns put a pen to paper, apparently pleased with his actions and the way things unfolded. And it says, I've waited all night for you to do that, Pierce said before he exited the ring and made his way up the ramp. Uh, fanning a knee injury, he revealed that the card is subject to change. With that, he introduced Kevin Owens, who signed the contract for the Rumble title shot. So, nice play, because none of us wanted to see Adam Pierce. Right. It's, it's five to ten years too late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you there. So, I'll, I'll give him credit for how they played that one. So, I don't understand, like, Come on, Bruce, you're, you're making a comeback here, but I think he's starting to see, like, AEW is not going away. Granted, they're still under a million views on a Wednesday show, and, you know, AAA, you know, AAA is of uh, WWE is right there, too. You know, it's within a couple hundred thousand views. But like I said to Cody, this is where we talk about, I'm like, AEW just started. Like, they got to see people and understand people. It's like, but the big thing is Wednesday has – two to 1.4 million people watching wrestling that's big overall you know i think it's the whole scheme of things overall that's the best yeah it's it's helping it's it's getting them back to where they need to be i i think that uh you know it, it's good for wrestling in a sense but it's i just i just don't think they'll ever get back to the amount of viewers that they had no. in, in the heyday you know you're not going to get back to 12 million on a Monday night on each channel or a Wednesday night. Right. I mean, you get the 3 million, you know, if each, each brand is doing one and a half, then that, that, that would be like phenomenal for them. Yeah. I, you know, and I hope someday they can. I think they will. I think they will at some point. We'll see. Um, you know, it's, it's a matter of time for some shit happens, but, Oh, we got to give it time. Anyway, the I was looking at. Uh, have we heard from Jason? We haven't had anything from Jason in months. No, nope. Justin on the Twitter. Same. Nope, nothing from Jason. Um, talk to him every once in a while, but um, not usually about that. Usually about work. So nothing. Uh, Nothing on that route. Last time I talked to him about wrestling, he canceled his WWE network and doesn't watch. So that's where he's at. Maybe now, that's why we don't hear from him anymore. That was probably a uh, that was probably a few months ago. I think he told me that. 
Uh, so, man, well, hopefully someday we get him back. Yeah, I'm sure eventually he'll come back. Everyone needs time off from wrestling every now and then. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Totally agree with you there. So let's look back on this date. January 24th is the date. See if we have any birthdays. Happy birthday. (laughs) Happy 60th birthday to Vince Russo. Mm, Vince Russo. 60 today. Good for him. And happy 37th to Jay Briscoe. Interesting. Mike Awesome. Dead. He's 56. He would be. When did he die? Way back in 2007. Yeah, long long time ago. Killed him. Man. Did he? Oh, how did he kill himself? Himself, I think, in his closet. Man, that's just. You hate to hear that shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was obviously. brain related i'm i would i would definitely be willing to say cte which obviously they didn't know what that was 2007 um right but i would certainly guarantee that was it from the amount of chair shots and shit he took over the years but i think he uh something like he invited friends over or something um they were just supposed to come over and hang out for whatever and his wife because his wife was out of town and they ended up you know, they all came over and couldn't find him. And they're like, that's weird. You know, he invited us over and found him hanging in his closet, I think. It was terrible. Yeah. Um, well, you know, uh, so on this day, I'm going to only do one event. We're going to go back to the first ever Royal Rumble took place on this date really? 33 years ago. Sunday, January 24th, 1988, 33 years ago, Ricky Steamboat beat Rick Rude by DQ. Yamazaki and Tatino beat Marlon and Kai in a tag match. And Haku and Tama beat Jim Powers and Paul Roma in a tag match. But the big thing was the 20-man, 20-man Royal Rumble won by the man himself, Mr. Jim Duggan. Oh, but guys that were in that B, uh, B Brian Blair, uh, Boris Ukov, Bret Hart, Butch Reed, Danny Davis, Dino Bravo, Dead, Don Morocco, Harley Race, Hillbilly Jim, Jake Roberts, Jim Brunzel, Jim Neidhart, Junkyard Dog, Nikolai Volkov, One Man Gang, Ron Bass, Sam Houston, Ultimate Warrior, Tito Santana, and Jim Duggan wins. That was only that was just twenty, right? Yeah, 20-man. Just a 20-man, yeah. 20-man battle royal. So, pretty interesting. 18,000 attendants in the Hamilton, and it was in Hamilton, Ontario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy shit. And this was all, the idea, of course, was Pat Patterson. Yeah. It's his idea. To, he came up with this brilliant idea, still around today. Yep. It's his match. Smart, smart man right there. Yes, he was. Yes, he absolutely was. So that was 33 years ago, the Royal Rumble. Um, and that's, I, I think that's where we got to, that's where we got to end it. 
the first ever Royal Rumble, 33 years ago on this date. So thanks to Wes Anderson for Mind Quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on the Twitter, at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, Crandall Squad and Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. Sorry, Sparty Steve, we could not get you on the show. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Get those books pre-orders, people. There you go. Finally, the parrot says something good. <laughs>